one out in the third. Fernando Tatis Jr., welcome to Dodger Stadium. Out of the yard to the pavilion to put the Padres on top two to one. First pitch, fastball down and in. Oh, and Kershaw, look at his reaction. He knew it. There was no doubt about that one. Everybody in the ballpark knew it. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Must watch baseball in April? Yeah, that's what we got once again over the weekend. We see the Dodgers and Padres, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. We are live on the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page, 1430. The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM, HD2 in Chicago, 93.1 FM, HD3 in Los Angeles. Now joining the show, we've got Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights these sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Make sure you check out John's podcast, Big Time Baseball, the best baseball guests and insights around. And uh, coming up on the next episode, special guest, Billy Bean. So make sure you subscribe and check that out. Uh, John, how were they? How are they able to match the hype? The unfortunate part after seeing this in back-to-back weekends is that now we've got to wait until June for the uh, Dodgers and Padres to go at it again. Yeah, fantastic matchup. It's great to see uh, Tatis, most exciting player in the game, and that Tatis Bauer matchup. It's something else. It's uh, we got a hero, which is obviously Tatis, and a villain. And Bauer plays that villain well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are it, the record would not suggest this, but are you insane if you say that the second best team in baseball is San Diego? I don't think so. Um, you know, you could make that case. Definitely. I mean, obviously the Dodgers are the best team right now. I don't think anyone would argue that second best team I think is uh, debatable. And uh, you know, there are a lot of surprise teams with, good records and there's a lot of good teams or we thought to be good teams with poor records at this point, including the Braves and the Yankees. So, um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think the national league is stronger at the top generally with the Dodgers Padres. And I still think the Braves are a good team, but, um, we shall see about that. But right now I think that's, that's a fair, uh, assessment. John, talking about teams that are struggling that we expect to get right. What are your thoughts on the Yankees? Do you expect them to kind of, put it all together and figure it out. Everybody's a lot of people pick them to win the world series. Yeah, I, I do expect them to figure it out. Um, you know, do I expect them to win a hundred games? I'm not so sure at this point. Um, you know, they've got questions in that rotation after Cole, um, you know, they've obviously had a couple of injuries in the bullpen that have hurt them and they just have not hit. I mean, that is their main problem. And it's kind of shocking to see the slugging averages. I think they have the worst slugging percentage in baseball with the lineup with Judge, Stanton, uh, Gleyber Torres, LeMahieu, Sanchez, I, they, they should have, if not the number one slugging percentage, certainly in the top three or four. Um, it's really uh, quite a puzzle as to, to why they've hit so poorly to this point. But, yeah, I, I expect them to make the playoffs. They may not win as many as we thought. I had them as a World Series team, not the winning World Series team, but a, win- a World Series team. Still can get there. I mean, I, right now, I I couldn't name a team in the American League that's dominant, um, and uh, I still think they'll get into the playoffs. 
It was a great weekend for baseball because it's Monday morning and we have so much to talk about. Obviously, that Padres-Dodgers series, but also the Madison Bumgarner no-hitter, maybe not a no-hitter, seven-inning no-hitter. Should that be recognized by Major League Baseball? Your thoughts on that, John? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, you know, going into the game at seven innings and, uh, you know, it counts as a complete game. Um, I'm not sure why it wouldn't count as a no-hitter. I mean, I guess real some sticklers of history may say, you know, there is something special about the nine inning no hitter. Uh, but uh, to me, I think it should count. It, it does, at this point, it does not count. Um, hopefully there'll be some more debate about this and maybe they'll change their minds. But I think if you know going in that it's seven innings and you throw a no hitter, to me, that's a no hitter and that's it. With Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman, this is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. Uh, with our sample size of, of 2022 games, John, what is shaping up to be a, I, I think, pretty fascinating division, even though you have some teams that are struggling, is the National League East. We have four teams that have a negative 11 run differential or worse, and the only one in the positive is the Miami Marlins at plus one. Uh, what is your assessment of this division so far? Uh, it's a, it's a, a division that's tough to predict. I, I think going in, we looked at that as the best division top to bottom. Uh, many people thought Miami was the weakest team, yet uh, they made the playoffs last year. They obviously have the pitching. And they're, they're generally uh, playing pretty well, considering they're without two out of their five starters, uh, Hernandez and Sanchez. Uh, to this point, um, you know, I'm shocked about the Braves start. Uh, they have not hit. I mean, one hit in a doubleheader, even if it's a 14-inning doubleheader um, yesterday, and that's just been a trend. Uh, Acuna obviously has been fantastic, but uh, the rest of that lineup has not been up to snuff. Um, it's a little bit surprising to me. I, I think the Mets will get better Um once they get Lugo and Thor and Carrasco back, their pitching will be better. Um, I expect them to hit. Um, you know, I still think that's a, a better than average division. I still expect it to be competitive and exciting. But uh, to this point, uh, really nobody has been great in that division. John, credit to you. You're the only person I heard saying, why aren't we talking about Oakland? I like Oakland in the American League West. It was exactly like you predicted. The Athletics would have a terrible start, and then they would win 13 games in a row. <laughs> well, I didn't think that's part of it. But, you know, they always outperform, and I'm finally learning my lesson with them. I still haven't learned it with Tampa, but uh, it's amazing how many years they win 90 games with that payroll and those expectations. Uh, really, credit to Billy Bean, who we're going to have on the big-time podcast, as you mentioned. Dave mm -hmm. Forrest, Bob Melvin, they do a fantastic job. Obviously, they lost Hendricks, who had been the best reliever in baseball the previous two years. Lost Semyon, who's an excellent infielder. Uh, but they still have a very good team. And, uh, you know, to me, it's, it's even more surprising that they've done it without Chapman or Murphy playing well to this point. I think it's, uh, going into the season, you would have said their three best players were in order, Chapman, Olsen, and Murphy. And at least position players, and, and two out of three of them are off to a very slow start. So, I mean, they know how to win. Uh, I'm not going to question it anymore. It, it is early. Uh, they will get competition there. I think the Angels are probably better than they've shown so far. I think the Astros obviously were hurt by the COVID, and they'll be better than their record. Um, I'm shocked about Seattle. I never expected them to be a contender this year. 
but uh, I think Oakland wins that division still. John, looking at the National League Central, it's kind of what we expected this year, a bunch of teams up and down. But the Brewers have been 8-4, and four actually, since losing Christian Yelich to this back issue. They have Corbin Burns. They have Brandon Woodruff. They have a solid bullpen with Josh Hader as their closer. Should we be buying into them as serious contenders, at least in the National League Central? Yeah, absolutely. On the Big Time Podcast, both Tony Gwynn Jr. and I did go with the Brewers this year. Uh, they're going to win a lot of close games. Um, their bullpen is outstanding, especially at the end. Uh, with Williams and with Hayter, um, you know, they're going to be a lot of close games in that division, a lot of low scoring, close games, and they're going to win their share of them. And uh, obviously Burns is one of the best starters in the game right now. Woodruff, not that far behind. You know, you got a one-two punch like that. The rest of the rotation isn't bad. Uh, they're not going to need a ton of runs. Obviously, uh, Yelich being out does hurt. He should be back soon, which is good news. Uh, to me, they're the team to beat in that division. Um, you know, it's not a great division. Obviously, the Cubs are taking a step back. Pittsburgh, again, taking another big step back, although they outperformed to this point. I mean, they, they beat up on the Twins pretty good. Um, so I'm a little surprised by them uh, to this point. But uh, I would say Milwaukee is the team to beat in that division. Um, you know, I think that their pitching is just too good. What about uh, as you take a look at the NL East? I know that we kind of have brought these some of these teams up the last couple of weeks with the Mets and the Phillies and the Braves. But like, what do you who who's maybe a team that we're sleeping on? You know, not only in the East but just in the National League because there's so many teams. Like in the American League, we have no idea who's any good. But especially in the NL East, like I could make a case for the Marlins and the Nationals got off to this slow start. But I feel like everybody's counting them out. And this is kind of what they notoriously do: get off to these slow starts. Even the year they won the World Series. I think they had the third worst record in the National League like the first half of the season. Who do you expect to get right in that division? Yeah, you know, I, I'm still going with the Braves to get right. I mean, I feel like uh, they're the best team. Obviously, they're missing Soroka. That's a big loss, but I, I thought their pitching uh, was the best in that division. Um, I do expect Anderson uh, to be better than he's been so far. I, I like the addition of Morton. Their hitting should be good. I mean, it was certainly good last year. I I could see Riley stepping up a bit, but you've got Acuna, you've got Freeman, you've got Ozuna, you've got Albies. Um, you know, I, you know, if we're sleeping on the Braves, I think that's a mistake. Yeah. Um, I think the Phillies with the improved bullpen will be much better than they were last year. They're not going to blow so many games. And again, as they say with the Mets, they're missing three key pitchers, and they should be good. So to me, those are the three teams. You know, the Nats are a little top heavy when they they're, when Soto's out, their lineup just isn't much um you know turner was hit yesterday by a pitch hopefully he's okay but you know their their offense with since rendon is left now obviously it's been kind of a small sample size we had a small sample size season last year and we only 20 to 25 games in this year but uh, their offense is a little short for me um the marlins you know i give them credit you know they're hanging in there they're a tough team they're very good pitching i wouldn't count them out like i said i expect that division to be tight. I expect it to be tough, but if I had to pick it, I'm still going to go with the Braves first, and I'm going to look at the Mets uh, as the wild card team probably, but the Phillies a contender as well. John, we've got about a minute left. Um, I'm looking at this red schedule. I'm wondering, even though it's so early, is it uh-oh time? Because they go from 9-5 and five to losing seven straight. They've got the Dodgers, Cubs, White Sox coming up, and then a 10-game road trip. What do you think? Yeah, you wonder. I mean, obviously, they, they lost Bauer. Um, 
You know, I thought they'd be okay this year. I thought in that division they'd have a shot. Um, you know, I, I, I do think that is a, a team you might have to look at as a potential trader. Um, people have talked earlier about Scherzer potentially being traded. I would look at Castillo and Gray as potential uh, trade bait. I mean, they're certainly excellent starting pitchers and could help contenders. So I'm a little concerned about the Reds. And uh, as you point mm-hmm. out, that schedule does not make it any easier for them. Odyssey MLB insider John Heyman, insider calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets throughout the Major League Baseball season. Subscribe to the Big Time Baseball Podcast. Thank you, John. All right. Great talking to you guys, as always. Uh, Billy Bean coming up on the show this week, so you definitely want to check out that episode. We appreciate John's time.